been a very long time. I was going to have Kevin do it. Uh, Kevin Miner come and record, but unfortunately, Kevin's idea was to come at like midnight. And I'm like, no, nah, Grandpa's in bed by midnight, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I work at like 6 a.m., so it's not, you know. <laughs> oh, no, that's no bueno. So let's talk about some fun Terminator stuff and that other cool movie. I like it. And maybe I'm going to talk Picard, but I might talk Picard later. You don't watch Star Trek. You're cool. No, <laughs> I'm too cool for Star Trek. Too cool for that shit. All right. Let's start this up. Feet after midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. Hey, you remembered how to do it. That's good. It's been like two oh, months. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. I got my <laughs> too long. I got my fancy microphone set up now, so my audio should be good. It's still Zoom, so the audio is not going to be really all that good. Yeah, it's compressed a little bit, but it should be fine. Should be okay. This the new mic I have is like it's a legitimate. Uh, I can show people here. It's like a legitimate microphone. Yeah, I'm professional grade, Steve. So we were talking before we started about Terminator Dark Fate, and I was like, it had popped up on Cody again. I was like, uh, I'll watch that again. It's, you know, I know Cameron basically ignore, ignored every other Terminator movie. It's just so you have one, yeah, two. Yeah, when and, he was writing this. it, he was like, this is my continuation, my proper continuation mm -hmm. to my last movie in the series. I'm not basing any of my writing on any of the prior like this one is my terminator 3 which is i i love that i mean oh no it's fantastic oh. because some of those i mean they're fun but some of them are really shit you yeah. know and you're like Ugh. and it's not the crap in the actors or anything but like i mean you get if somebody offers you a role in a terminator franchise you're gonna take it because it's like it's right. the terminator franchise you know i mean like, granted I'm glad the movie tanked at box office because, like, fuck James Cameron. He's a terrible person. But, like, oh, at the yeah. same time, yeah, I love the Terminator franchise. I know. Yeah. And I love what he did for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's horrible. You're like, God damn you, James. Yeah. He's a tool. No, dude is a tool. I, could, I just couldn't believe the dude had the nerve to be like, the Avengers movies don't deserve to beat my movie at the box office. <laughs> And then they and then they beat him at the box office. He was like, "Well, congratulations, the Avengers! <laughs> Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, he's, like, like, he's like, "It's a tired. We're sick of superheroes. It's the same thing over and over again." Oh, by the way, here's Terminator Forty Seven. Right. And uh, <laughs> like, also, I don't I'm know if you know this, yeah, but I'm making the next Terminator movie. I'm also doing Avatar. 
we've already got four movies planned. They're already paid yeah, for we're going to do Disney. $10 billion box office. <laughs> no, bud. That movie's going to suck. The next Avatar movie. I'm sorry. The yeah. first one The first it's, one was like... Honestly, I think the first one is tolerable, to be yeah, honest. I don't think yeah. it's a great movie. I don't think it's a terrible movie. I just think it's tolerable. Um, I think the most impressive part of it was the fact that they CGI'd the whole fucking world and still made most of it look somewhat believable. I think it's Smurfs in space and the humans are Gargamel. It's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Searching for unobtainium. Unobtainium. Unobtainium might be the worst which James is like, Cameron writing decision of all which time. Is like, which is like the Smurf berries. Okay, so you have, Gargamel, you have Gargamel searching for the Smurf berries, and he has to kill the Smurfs to get it. That's basically what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, I mean, Sigourney Weaver was really good in that movie. Sam Worthington was really good in that movie. Uh, Zoe Saldana was really good in that movie. Mm-hmm. The villains all sucked. Um, <laughs> all really bad. The the main plot sucked. Like is like dances with wolves meets Smurfs, and it's just it doesn't work out because it's you're going after an element on one planet, yeah. and you're really telling me the only location that element exists is under a tree <laughs> where all the natives live. <laughs> Like you can't just like, like if you're really that concerned about it, you can't just like nuke it from space or firebomb it. You have to go physically down there and pretend to be them. No, we had to, to go down there and become them to get it. No, you would have just burnt down that tree day one and <laughs> took mm. all the elements you wanted. Yeah, that's so weird. But it's so weird. Um, and th- and that's really where the movie fell short was this was the overall main plot. Like it just didn't make sense much of it. But like. Uh, that's not to say it didn't have potential, though. Like, the movie had potential to become something mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yeah, like, if they were going to do a sequel, they should have did the sequel in 2014 or something, like, a couple years after the first one, and, like, give it some time for people to be like, okay, I, I could deal with another movie, and then if that flops, then I'm never going to see it again. Yeah. But no, they've, it's been, like, eight years, and, like... No one's really gotten a better opinion of that movie. All, most people have gotten worse opinions about that movie yeah. since it came out. That's when some, it first came out, yeah. all the grandmas in the world were like, this 3D stuff is the best. <laughs> and like, and that was like, I mean, at the time, the technology was like... It was mind-blowing. I mean, oh, yeah. we've, but we've had 3D for forever. I don't oh. understand why... Uh, that's like we were shocked i think by the 3d of it and this is the funny thing is i think a lot of the reviews because it was still you know that was rotten tomatoes was out back then i think yeah yeah. i I think a lot of the reviews were bought i believe that and i think it was one of the first times you saw that happen that's just my opinion you know it wouldn't be the uh oh definitely uh, the first time no, no, and it w- wasn't the last. There's a lot of other movies that got bought, especially from Disney. Disney's dropped some real turds that have gotten uh, really high reviews from the critics. And uh, Aladdin Three, Return of Jafar. You know, I'm just kidding. That never happened. It did go <laughs> no, to Disney. The, there was a the, second one. The live the action. I, I love the second one. Actually, I didn't think it was better than the first, but I love. I've never seen one. it. I've seen every um, damn Cinderella. Lion King Two was awesome. Uh, Lion King One Point Five was the shit. <laughs> Um, where he just picks him up and he's like and throws him off the cliff and the timeline I think changes. that was a joke <laughs> within it but like um, 1.5 was like the movie from Timon and Pumbaa's perspective for majority of it and it just <laughs> followed them 
followed them awesome. fucking around. And, I had no uh, idea. No, it was it was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, I had that shit on VHS. Uh, we have Disney Plus, and I have two daughters, so you know we watch everything. Cin- Cinderella two, Cinderella three. You know what I, <laughs> I put on the other day was the Secret of Nemo. My wife's like, no. I'm like, oh yeah, there's <laughs> lots of blood in that in there. You know, we're gonna watch. Um, we're gonna have Charlotte sit down and watch Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke is bloody as crap, and it's like that's on. Uh, I want to say that's on HBO Max right now. I have HBO Max, and uh, it's actually a solid streaming service, to be honest. Really, it's CBS uh, All Access. I got that primarily for Picard, and I was re- really regretting that I did that for Picard because Picard was very. <laughs> I heard the ending kind of sucked. The whole thing sucked. It was horrible. Uh, I'm going to rip it a new one at some point. Like it's I, sad because I, like I, I, I've met these people in person. Like I, <laughs> well, I heard like up until a certain point, it doesn't really suck to you mentally. Like it's it's okay for the first few episodes and whatever, but once you start to realize it sucks, you're like, oh, it sucks. It's a shame. <laughs> and it's, it's just a shame because it's like they did again opportunity and potential, and it just went. <laughs> It was bad. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm a Star Trek Did they fan. just do a disservice to all the characters? Yes, like, 100%. Was, uh, yeah, 100%. They had like a, a befuddled Picard who was doing certain things. It, you know, like a magical, like all of a sudden his reputation in the Federation was shit. And like he had no friends in the Federation or something. It was really weird. Like, you know, it's 20 So it's years just old. like. It's like he did something to the Federation at some point well, that we quit. don't. That well, yeah, like, and, but we didn't see it, so they're no, just playing they, off of a. They explained it all. They explained it all, but the explanation was bullshit. It was when it was the <laughs> whole when Romulus exploded because of the black hole and the original Spock wound up going the un- kicking off the whole JJ universe shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, this is the prime timeline. This is the repercussions of that where Picard wanted to go. And take a fleet of ships to rescue Romulus, to rescue the Romulans, and the Federation was like, "No, let them burn." And Damn. that's basically what it. And it's like, excuse me, the, what? No, out of character <laughs> for like four different people. I'm, no, I'm hearing already. <laughs> bad. And then like, I don't know. They had like, like they had Deanna Troy and Riker. They had a son, um, and like, did all the original people come back? No, or? just. Just three, oh, they but just like, recasted. well, they get one girl from Voyager, Jerry Ryan, who came back at seven and nine, and she kicked ass. Yeah, yeah, I heard she came back. Yeah. She was amazing. And then, they, I mean, they, they, everybody was amazing in the role. I mean, the guy Patrick Stewart playing Picard was amazing, and he's really beautiful. He's, he's a brilliant actor. I love that man. Um, but just another case of the story was not uh, up to he par. Had, he is throughout the adventures. There was no one from the old cast except for him, for the majority of it. I say ninety nine percent of it, and then uh, like they had Riker and like one of the, the the things they do with the plot is stupid. Like they had like okay, Data died in the last Star Trek Next Generation movie, right? Mm-hmm. But like, synthetics were born, and they were like making synthetic people. Okay, we had lots of lots of little Datas walking around or whatever. Well, a bunch of them went rogue killed a ton of people on Mars. So all of a sudden there's like literally like, killed like like ten thousand people, like blew up a bunch of the ship. Holy shit. Um Data became a mass murderer. It was yeah, well he was dead at that point, but it was always like it's <laughs> just an army of datas. Mm-hmm. And um so there was a band on the ban on synthetics. Well 
Data had a positronic brain. So Riker and Troy have a kid, and he gets this disease that can only be treated if the bacteria is cultured in a posit- in an active positronic brain. But because it would be so, so out of convenience, they had a kid who had a disease specifically that had to, that needed a data type required being. a data. And but <laughs> so so the kid died. Oh, no. So that's why he died. You know, and I'm like. Oh, that's so stupid. I was like, really? That's how you're going to have the kid die? It wasn't an accident. It was because... It wasn't a ship exploding. It wasn't like a... (laughs) It was literally just a... Data's not around. Mm -hmm. The kid's got to die. Basically. You know, and then it's it's just... I don't know. Like, we're going to have to do a whole episode on it because it was really, really bad. Like, it was disappointing from a perspective of a lifelong Star Trek fan who like, I could have seen every episode of every Star Trek series multiple times. I talked to Armin Shimmerman who played Quark. I talked to his wife like twice a month. I talked to Mike Okuda probably mm-hmm. like three or three times a week. And Mike Okuda did all the tech stuff for next year. I mean, I love Star Trek. Yeah. But that was a utter disappointment. Like Kelly didn't even want to finish watching it. We got five episodes in and she's like, yeah, fuck this. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. You know? <laughs> but then, hey, look, Mr. COVID came riding into town. Like, hey. That's how it goes. Are you bored? I got some shit for you. You're going to watch it's, that shit. It's time to watch everything you have ever hated. Oh, yeah. You can only, you can only rewatch Blade Runner and Avatar so many times. You know? <laughs> I fucking love Last Airbender. It's so good. It's so good. It's so but, I mean... Never watch the movie because that'll no, hurt your brain. Shit. Yeah, the movie shit. But like, no, you know what? Series so good. You know what's so funny is uh, I was I was just watching this video. This guy, he was like, "Look, if you want me to break down why this movie's bad, and you have watched the anime, like, let me just show you this one scene." And they, it was the scene where Ang shows up to the Earthbending tribe, and like four guys walked up doing their like little earth bending dance yeah and uh they did that all just to throw one rock like and it wasn't like a big <laughs> rock it was like the kind of rock you would stub your toe on and be like ow, and then just keep walking like and there was four of them and they walk up and they do this whole huh, huh, huh. that's and so, terrible and that's you so see terrible. this you see this rock fly across the screen and you're like if you're unaware of what's going on you're supposed to be like whoa but like everybody that wanted to see that movie was well aware of what this movie is. <laughs> that's the problem. They made it for people that don't know. And you like can't do that. Well that's what with Picard, I think. I think the writers were like, we're gonna kinda make it a little generic so mm-hmm. that everybody will appreciate it. And it's like that's not your fan base. Your fan base is not everybody. Your fan base is your fucking Star Trek people. It's your Trekkies. And then you, yeah. you pissed off a good percentage of them. And there's there's good points to the series. There are. But it's a bit like Discovery was for that first season where you have, like, I, don't know, I think maybe the first and second seasons even, where you've got this arc, like, that takes the entire fucking season to end this whole story. And it's like they may have a little, like, two or three standalone episodes. I think two standalone episodes in the entire se- in the first season that mm-hmm. you can watch and just go, oh, that's a cool show. But the rest of the time, it's all a continuation of that main story. And it's like, you can't, people don't like that shit. It didn't work on Enterprise back in the early 2000s. It's not going to work now. Nobody wants them 
hunting down the same guy or going on the same you know quest for mm-hmm. you know 20 or 30 episodes they don't want that they want little they want the wagon train to the stars short little episodes that all are really cool they have good meanings they might have really weird endings and might do weird shit in it but it's a contained story it's fun right and, right and, you, and then you bring in a lot of different writers well that's where you get yeah. the most fun usually up until like like the beginning of a main story is cool the ending of a main story is cool but the whole middle it should be filled with them kind of one-off really fun adventures oh, you totally. shouldn't be dwelling on what the middle of the story the the middle of the overarching story should be because the middle of that story should just be the fun adventures you shouldn't like, have to rely on a, a hot chick in a cat suit Vulcan, you know, with huge boobs to like carry your show. Like it's with that. That's, that's how you do it though. Just get a hot chick in some cat suits and make sure there's boobs. Like that's, that carries any show. I don't it's know what hot. you're watching. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I remember, um, the girl that plays seven and nine, she did an interview once and she said, Jerry Ryan, she said that she had to be, I thought she had to be sewn into one of the suits once. Or something like that. And I was like, what? That's, That's crazy. Crazy. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. It may have been her. But, I mean, but they had good actors. And, I mean, there's, there was one episode, you know, two episodes where with Riker and his and Deanna Troy and their, their daughter that was arrived. And she was played by Lulu Wilson. And Lulu Wilson mm-hmm. is from uh, Haunting a Hill House. And yeah, yeah. A couple of she's did some horror movie recently too, where she like somebody invades her house and she goes on a killing spree as she's like a thirteen year old and Holy she shit. just kills everybody. I don't know, I have to watch it yet. It's it looks really good, but you know that's crazy. So, so they pulled in actors like really neat actors from different roles, but uh, we're like way off on a tangent right now. We're way away from two yeah. No, days. we went from <laughs> we went from Terminator to fuck James Cameron to Avatar to fucking Aladdin to Lion King to. Uh. I want to talk about Picard. I have a lot to say about Picard, but I need to make fucking cliff notes and like an outline. Yeah, make a full outline and we'll keep going for an hour. Oh my God, it's so bad. Okay, so Terminator. Yeah, so they brought in like this, like, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, killing John Connor right off the bat is an interesting choice. I'm going to say this because like, that's probably the best shock value they could have thrown into the story because without John, John Connor, what is the future? Well, this is the thing is too, like they pissed off the, like right away, right right away. You're pissing off the audience and you're going to this film. Now you're just just fucking pissed. You're like, how the fuck could they do that? What the fuck? But that's, that's the smart part though, because it makes you want to see what happens because of it. And not just that you see why Sarah is the way she is. She's feeling what you're feeling. You're feeling what Sarah's feeling. she basically becomes what John is. Like she becomes some kind of, I'm Mm going to hunt all the Terminators kind of type. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, what's crazy is they kind of explain that like, yeah, she's literally killed every Terminator that showed up since her son died. Like there's a couple that have escaped her grasp, but like most of the Terminators show up, she's there to kill them. Like it's amazing too. Awesome. So, I mean, so throughout the film, you're, you're really understanding why Sarah is so angry, you know? Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, is like, you know, T1 and T, T2 were so tightly wrapped up that this film really does kind of give it a fuck you to those two films. Like, it's like, oh, no, no, we're not done yet, dicks. Check this out. Oh, this opens up a whole other thing. You know, it's, 
Yeah. I went in looking for like a consistent like plot line that kind of linked to the first movie and it just uh, it was the only thing that really I felt like was even close to the first movie was the classic we're going to recreate the Arnie showing up butt ass naked mm-hmm. and killing some punks like yeah. instead they had the chick show up butt ass naked kill some cops that were fucking with some Mexicans and then mm-hmm. like that was that was kind of it like, yeah, and she was she was really good in that role. That woman was fantastic. I actually, yeah, no, I actually, uh, I wasn't looking forward to it when I first saw mm-hmm. her. Um, yeah, and not to be like the kind of person that's just like, oh, well, she's like a fucking skinny ass white chick, and she just looks really basic, and no, yeah, that's not like legit. I looked at her and I was like, why is she a, why is she a Terminator? And then and then they're like, she's not a Terminator. She's just an enhanced person. Why is she an enhanced person? Yeah, why is she a cyborg? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like why? it's like your friend's and, sister that you think might be kind of hot, but you're like, Ugh, I don't know. It's especially Deborah. when <laughs> the the only we've only been given like two people as a face of the robot people in yeah, the entire okay. series, really. So like, you know, just Arnie and uh, dude that was the T one thousand or whatever, and uh, and T two. That dude is cold as shit. Like I, yeah, been, he is. I hung out behind uh, Comic Con one year. And I was talking to him while he was waiting for the car to come pick him up, and like he's cool, but he is like he's a he's, he writes a Harley everywhere. Or I think he may write an Indian. But he's, you know what's funny is he'll like cosplay that cop mm-hmm. like all the time. It's hilarious. He's really cool. He's a serious, a good actor. He's on some a biker show. What the hell show was that? Shit. Was it on Suns? Yes, Sons, Sons of, of Sons Anarchy. Of Anarchy. Was it Sons of Anarchy? I don't know. I don't watch that. I didn't watch that either. It's one of those things like Breaking Bad. People are like, "You haven't fucking seen that? You you fail it." Yeah, life. I've never watched Sons either. I've I've probably seen like one or two episodes max, and I, I I'll probably watch it someday. But like Breaking Bad is much more worth than Sons from what I've seen. Hmm. Like Breaking Bad is hilarious. It'll make you cry. It'll like it. It's it's all of the the good emotions in one <laughs> show, and it's about meth in New Mexico. It's awesome. It's like a Christmas story. It's a Christmas. It story. is. It is. Like this movie though. Like <laughs> I, I will say, they did some really neat stuff with this movie. Like Arnold's van or Carl's van in this movie. If you call the number on the side of that van, you actually get a recording of Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Carl saying, "I'm sorry, we can't come to the phone right now. We have we." Have, we were without That's the awesome. best drape business in the, the state Which of the Texas joke. or wherever they are. Yeah. So please leave a message again. We're sorry, Mr. But we'd love to help you decorate your house. Please give us a call. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. But they did that before. Um, oh, what movie was it? Ghostbusters. In 1984, the original Ghostbusters, they ran adverts for the film, including a number to call the team. And if you call the team, you get to hear a recording of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd saying, hi, we're out catching ghosts right now. And it was, the film was so successful. They get 24,000 calls a day for six weeks. Shit. <laughs> in, in 1984. That's insane. <laughs> so nuts. Jeez. Uh, and the number though, and I was reading on this one website, the number, um, uh, 512-1984, uh, which is on the side of the van. Um, this is this exact date. Kyle Reese and the first T eight hundred arrived in L A. in the first movie. Oh, that's awesome! So it's it's May twelfth. They showed up May twelfth, eighty four. That's mm-hmm. cool. Kind of cool. It's like it's like 
it's kind of neat I like that you know yeah no i i didn't think dark fate really did anything wrong necessarily i just thought it took the franchise to a place it didn't need to go yeah yeah it was, um, it was a little unnecessary it, like they could have done a different storyline it would have been kind of neat i mean they didn't need well, to I'm, kill john realistically they could have let him grow well they didn't need to but it 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 just makes it probably is the most interesting thing you could do because like i mean that's for sure regardless of when you kill him like if you kill him when he's young or kill him when he's old either way you're gonna make the timeline go haywire because he from the beginning has been the reason the terminators show up so they've true you know in the first one they tried to kill um kyle and and uh and uh sarah Mm -hmm. and it's because they're the parents of john the second one they're going after john and sarah like the whole fucking movie and uh you know that's that makes sense it does you know because they they are aware like skynet is aware that that lineage is the direct cause of our failure in the future so we're gonna shut that down, and then in the future it won't happen. The the one thing I thought that was weird was they were they tried to make that uh a young Mexican girl out to be the next generation's John, John Connor. Connor. Yeah, and it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It no. really doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's it's a little weird. Like they they push the girl power thing a little too far, where you're like, yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, I have daughters. I'm, I'm all for, I'm I'm all for, for the girl power. it. I'm for I think powerful it's gr- girls. But the, the problem I think is more so, um, the crowd that pushes for that says they're pushing equality, but then they'll do a whole movie and literally exclude everybody that's not a white woman. Exactly. And like, yeah. and it's like, oh, we. We conveniently did this movie on the border of Mexico, so now we have to have Mexican women. How many Mexican dudes in the movie? Two. In Mexico? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like what? It's just not that many. I don't know what you what you're trying to say. I mean, you know. Have you ever been to Mexico? <laughs> like, there's a lot of dudes. Yeah, there's quite a few dudes. <laughs> hey, he was, you know, Schwarzenegger was 71. Production began on this movie, and uh, he was 36 in the original Terminator. It's how old he was. As young as he as young as he looked in T in T1, he was already 36 years old. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, I mean, he looked fucking insanely good, though. Like, (laughs) he was jacked. He was. (laughs) He had the sweat glistening off his perfect body. You know, (laughs) his perfect body. (laughs) Yeah, the budget. I read read some of the stats on here. The budget was uh, 185 million estimated, and the opening weekend it did 29 million, but the gross in the United States was only 62 million 253 thousand. Like it was bad. That's what it ended up for the USA. Cumulative worldwide worldwide gross was 261 million. So the movie's so, profit was it, only $76 million. So that was their total yeah. profit. They lost a ton of money. Yeah, because you spend a bunch of money on ads, and they spent a lot of money on ads. Like, I remember there was a time when every video I clicked on YouTube would lead to a Terminator Dark Fate five-second ad mm-hmm. of just, you know, Arnie shooting it in the face, and then it would say, Terminator Dark Fate, go see it now. And then it would go away. 
And I was sitting there thinking, like, God, I don't really, I don't really feel like watching that movie, but like, holy shit, they're throwing it in my face. <laughs> like, well, I got the the, um, the podcast account on Twitter got reached out to by like a bunch of these. It was like two different times. They put, they sent out one generic one that I think everybody got. Like, hey, you know, respond here to that. But then I got another one on the podcast account that was like, you know, would you like to what you know tell us your what you thought of the movie? Yada yada yada, yada you know. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, because I didn't want to say hurtful things, you know. Like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I mean, the movie was like, I liked it. I thought, but I I'm thought it was pretty good. I, I, it's a good popcorn flick, but it was a, it was yeah. a, kind of a sad end to the series. They could have done a lot more, and that's yeah. I blame I blame Cameron on that. There's there's a couple of yeah. directors from the '80s that you know they still think they're hot shit, and they put out shitty movies. And if you have the uh, you know audacity to call them out on that their fan base <coughs> george Lewis, come, um yeah. their fan base <laughs> they'll, will, <laughs> they'll they go nuts yeah no absolutely we'll put jar jar binks in here he'll be fine oh jar jar binks he'll be good he'll be funny no give him a jamaican accent george i don't think we should do that no it's, it'll be fine it'll be funny he'll be good george i don't think we should you be quiet this you do movie. it shut up <laughs> oh it's bad yeah so like i mean and I didn't hate the movie. Though. I thought the actors were all great. Linda Hamilton, you know, was <laughs> she was angry. for the mess she for the little... mess she went through in life for the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. She actually was much better in front of a camera than I thought she would be. Oh yeah, like oh, her, yeah. I mean her her face. You can tell she got hit hard by what mm-hmm. she was doing for twenty years. But like, and she her actual presence on the camera was like it felt like home for her. Like she was like, she actually played, she fell right back into that role. Really? Well, that's, well. that's true about most great actors. Like no matter what they're going through in life, no matter how shitty, you know, they've been doing or whatever, you know, you, you, I mean, look at like, who was that guy? He was in the, the boxer. And then he wound up going to play, uh, in Iron Man two. He was even, even drank. Uh, uh, the whip. Oh, he was, oh uh, Mickey Rourke. Oh yes, Mickey, Mickey went Rourke. through some serious shit. Like he was heavy to drugs. Yeah, no, he was fucked. And he's even Robert Downey. Like the drugs he went through, shit. he was all messed up. Robert Downey Jr. was a joke before an Iron Man came out. Like he was literally like done. You know, yeah, his career was for sure done. You know, and it's not to talk shit about the dude, but it was. He was. It was just. He was. He had drunk himself and gotten so many drugs that he had. He basically tanked his career. And yeah. you know, so when they do that, I mean, a, a, the hallmark of a good actor is somebody that can kind of pick themselves up and yeah, go recover. Into a role. Yeah, and recover because it's their job, you know. So, like, their job is to act. You got to be able to act like you're okay, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, no. I mean, when you see somebody uh, hit rock bottom, you're, you kind of expect them to be, you know, done. But, you know, he came speaking, back. Speaking of rock bottom, he did bottom. some of the best. Speaking of rock bottom, that man better be president soon. I want that man to be president. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, oh my rock God. bottom. And we, and we sit up there in front of the Senate and be like, oh, but not enough for your Rudy Poo asses. If, if Dwayne Johnson <laughs> runs for president in my lifetime and wins, I'm showing up to the to the inauguration and I'm bringing one of the WWE like but, cardboard oh signs. With the, oh, he would I'm going to have the Brahma Bowl on it. Oh, and yeah. Just, if you smell... <laughs> <laughs> you, you Rudy Poo asses better pass this bill or I'm going to give you a taste of the people's elbow. <laughs> All of the opposition is a bunch of jabronis. 
<laughs> you big fat stupid jabroni. Putin's like, hey, no, no, hey, friend. <laughs> no, no, friend. Good. The, the rock pile drive Putin through a table today. Sanctions have been lifted. <laughs> oh, sanctions have been lifted. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point anymore. He wet himself live on camera. His countrymen are going to throw him in a gulag. Uh, uh, yeah, that, oh, guy, that guy get elected for like life now. Like we knew that was going to happen, but he changed the law. Yeah, so. he was but, like, "Yeah, we're democratic," and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm kind of just going to stay here." Yeah, maybe like, I'm I'm like the czar. You know, I'll stay here for a good twenty. It's just what, years. like it's just what he grew up with. Like he's used to that, so it's like yeah, yeah you exactly, know, yeah. Then he falls back into it. He's like, you know, I said I was going to do the other thing, but. Uh, I kind of like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you see what somebody did? Do you remember the movie They Live uh, from the 80s with uh, Roddy Piper with those aliens or like oh, is yeah. that, that, was, that wavelength is uh, making them they can camouflage everything but when the kids cut off you see all the money says this is your god mm-hmm. and like all the aliens are like they're like wearing suits or trying to get people to procreate and buy things you know well, somebody took Ivanka Trump and they made her look like they skinned her like one of those aliens holding up Goya and it says like buy me oh, on yeah. it. <laughs> I can't believe those people are so stupid. And then he posed in the Oval Office like when he had to one up her in the Oval <laughs> Office, I'm saying that like that's your daughter. You're one upping your daughter over <laughs> an ethics violation. Oh yeah, so they both what an uh, idiot! Oh, he's a fucking moron. They're so stupid. You should see Mike Okuda go off. And Mike is like this unassuming little little man. He's very nice, quiet, well-read, intelligent person, and like he just goes crazy on Trump. You know, but then you get guys like like you know, like I'll see Mike post something like Trump's a criminal he did this this, this, this. it was very concise and underneath is like carl reiner he's like he could fucking suck my dick fuck him like, carl, <laughs> he just goes off down carl oh my god chill, he's, chill. he's he's like i'll put oh my, my boot in his ass I'm like oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh man celebrities they're fun yes <laughs> oh god d fam podcast We'll return after this short commercial break. Big, stylish, and now one of the best values in America. Yes, for a limited time, buy the Super NES Superset and get five complete Mario games standard. Mario! You'll find the Superset is like no other system. In performance, handling, and mode 7 control, you'll get Super Mario World. And for $3.50 in postage, Super Mario All-Stars free with four Mario games in one. Mario! So stop by your Nintendo dealer today. Don't forget Super Nintendo Super Set. It's too funny, man. It's crazy. It's crazy times. But yeah, so know, the thing is, is like in times like this, we kind of need movies like Terminator Dark Fate just because they're so silly and they are popcorn movies. And it's like it kind of gets your mind off everything, you know? Did you see uh, the new, uh, the, the, what what appears to be the final trailer for New Mutants? <laughs> no, no, I it's didn't like even the know. Six, it's I like forgot the about that trailer. Until like you just said trailer. that, like, I forgot about the movie completely. Like, I, they, I, I, I completely forgot that movie. It existed. was a, it was gonna come out in April, but you know, we COVID. recorded a podcast about it two years ago. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, no, they just put out another little trailer, and uh, it's got um, Crystal. Doing a bunch of crazy fucking powers and shit, and it looks pretty cool. Oh, Jesus Christ. And uh, I'm actually 
I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> but I'll watch it. I just want like, to be over. It's I wasn't like going to watch it before, but now I saw what the CGI looks like. It looks pretty decent. Like and a, I was like, it's, it's like what? a scab. You just wanted to rip it off and be done with it. Like, okay, it's done. <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do because the theaters aren't budging. Like no. the, the, you know, they're not trying to open up anything, but there is talks that like Hollywood might just say, fuck America for a few months. Let's open these movies in China and in England and in France and all these other places that we can actually still make money. And, uh, you know, we might not make as much money because America's box office is completely cut out. But America can't afford to open up theaters again no, like for a while. AMC, like, did I read that AMC might be going bankrupt, I think, is what's going on with them? All of them. All of them, dude. Uh, MJR, they might be shutting down. Um, Cinemark in general. Uh, might be shutting down. Celebration Cinema might be shutting down. I hope the Beacon uh, East is imagine. still <laughs> Beacon East is uh, like the premier theater in the area. Hey, I will have you know, I saw three movies at Beacon East that I will forever remember. That's horrifying. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Oh, God. The worst Eddie Murphy movie uh, of all time. Jurassic Park 3. The oh. worst Jurassic Park movie ever. Oh, and Harry Potter 1. Good classic yeah. <laughs> like that i was i was one for three the last movie i saw beacon east was independence day that's how long oh that my was. god that was a long damn time. it's been fucking 30 years because i mean that's when they shot that's when they do stood up and shot the theater he shot the screen i was like done Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just stood up and he said, "Fuck this!" I think somebody died oh, or something. God. That's some bullshit. Like, That's some bullshit. <laughs> blah blah blah. I was like, "It's time to go." I just stood up, set my shit down, I walked the fuck out the exit door. Oh like, nope. my god! Yeah, it's, no. it's not worth three fifty. Like, no, it's, no. It's, $3.50 is not worth getting shot. <laughs> That's what happens when you put a fucking movie theater on 8 Mile Road by 94. Like, <laughs> across from Eastland. Across from Eastland. <laughs> well, back then, Eastland still had uh, oh God, Hudson's. It was Hudson's there. at the time, yeah, yes. It was still there. It was yeah. Hudson's. Pre-Macy's. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pre-Macy's. That, that entire mall is empty now except for like Yeah, like no, my dad two... just went there a few weeks ago and but, was just walking around like, holy shit. Yeah. It's like a like, t-shirt store and like uh, Orange Julius. I think that's it. Like, <laughs> that's all they got. Yeah, no, there's nothing. Um, Even Burlington yeah, no. Co. Factory shut down. You know, if you can't survive in Burlington Co. Factory in the ghetto, you got, you're doing something wrong. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's the easiest way to get... Money in the ghetto. I mean, just show up with a Burlington. Yeah, everybody start buying shit. Because you can just walk up, and, like take stuff off the shelf and return it, and walk out with money. Like, <laughs> there's only two other stores that will outdo Burlington, and that's Lids and Foot Locker. That's Fucking it. Lids and Foot Locker. Lids I, oh and Foot Locker are staples of the hood. When I worked at Fairlane Mall, I was managing a store there, and uh, <laughs> the lids got ripped off like three times a day. <laughs> like the security guards would sit there. They had a chair in front of lids in front of the store, and they would sit there. And as soon as one of them got up to go pee or something, somebody would walk up and be like, "Grank and run." <laughs> it happened every day. <laughs> what you got, like, oh, what you gonna God. do? Like. It's just a hat. Probably cost you a couple bucks, tops. Oh, my God. This, like, I remember the staff, like, I was talking to one of them. I'm like, Marty, do you even chase people? Do you care? He's like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I chased, <laughs> I chased somebody once, and he pulled a gun on me, and I was like, 
whatever. <laughs> he's like, I'm take, never doing take that. It. Take that shit. He's like, you want more? You want some money at the register? I, you want, you're right. You smoke? I got smoke. Like, whatever you want. Yeah, I got Yours. smoke. You want smoke? <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, coming into work one day. It was like eight o'clock in the morning, and some dude was walking in front of me going to the building. An employee from like Montgomery Ward or something like that, whatever the fuck company it was, Sears. And that dude smelled like some dank weed, like super dank. Like, <laughs> like I was getting a contact high walking behind him. So I was like, damn, man, what the fuck? Like, you just gonna walk into work like that? All right, you know. Oh, my God. That's before marijuana was legalized, too. Like, I used to have people come in with, like, yellow eyes. Like, uh. hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's horrifying. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Movie wise, like I think, I, I think Terminator Dark Fate was the last movie that I actually watched. I think ever since this started, I've kind of been like focusing on like reading and uh, doing a couple different things, like like TV shows and series and stuff like that. I've been trying to like I try to stay off like Twitter and shit like that, but like I'll get out there and I'll start like, oh look at that. Oh, and then, like one of our uh, one of the people that's a friend of the show, like um, started like doing like reading passages from the Bible every day, and she's on like <laughs> like the thirtieth or fortieth video, you know. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, that's it's more power to you. If that's what you want to do. That's cool, you know. But people have been like kind of taking these weird outlets, you know, and doing different things. Like me, I literally haven't changed at all. Like I still don't have time because I have a three year old. So like. I like happen to like read CNN for a while. I might pay, play a little uh, Nintendo on my phone, but I, I never get to finish anything. So I'm just like getting up chasing this little midget that, that's like drunk all the time, you know. <laughs> I managed mean, to get this kind of set up a little bit, but like I haven't turned this computer on to play anything in probably two weeks now because I'm back to work too. So like, right, you lose like, time. I got Red Dead Redemption on here now, and I play the fuck out of that game like you know, i kind of played it through you vicariously it was for the year where you were playing it yeah i mean it was i mean it's just a fun game to watch as much as it is to play like i mean it's just there's so much going on in that game and once you get it and with mods and all that shit it just becomes another oh, yeah. layer of fun oh yeah the mods great like i, I literally make my I put on god mode i put on super jump and super <laughs> run and like I give myself like unlimited ammo, and I just go around town. <laughs> I haven't switched to the bullets explode when they strike. And yeah, I'll, yeah. And I'll just like go into Saint Denis and just be like, I'm gonna spawn twenty bears over here, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna spawn a shark, and for no reason, right there, I'm gonna put a shark there, and then uh, <laughs> it's gotta be a shark there. <laughs> and then I'm gonna light a Molotov cocktail. I'm gonna hit that streetcar, and I'm gonna stand back. <laughs> let it let it play out. And the bear, the bears are like, Rawr. they're mauling people and chasing them down the street. And the streetcar is on fire. Some dudes inside punching himself in the head. Ah, you know, and uh, oh it's fun. Have fun. Have fun. You can change your character so that you can be anything you want in the game. So sometimes I'll turn into a pigeon. I'll just ram into people's faces. Like, hey, look out, buddy. <laughs> You know, oh I'll turn God. I'll turn into a cougar and I'll maul somebody and then I'll run around a corner and turn into something else. <laughs> it's fine. That's awesome. I pretty much just kill stuff. It's like all I really do kill stuff. I hunt stuff sometimes, but I spend a lot of times fishing mm-hmm. and a lot of times just killing people in Saint Denis. <laughs> oh, they did clear out Valentine once. I think I killed every single living thing in Valentine once. <laughs> 
was like, everything dies. You know, <laughs> it's time. You gotta go. Oh my god, I blocked off at one point. Um, in Saint Denis, I had blocked off two of the streets so you couldn't get in or out. You were just in this little area, and I spawned a whole bunch of pedestrians, like a ton of people. Like a ton of people. And then I spawned like 10 bears and I just sat back and I ate popcorn and I just watched. <laughs> this is- <laughs> it's interesting to see like what a win. Like what would win in a fight? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 townspeople or like, you know, 50 <laughs> bears. It's funny. Because like-, <laughs> like the people don't, I mean, they spawn with guns too, but they still run. They're like, nah. They run away. You're like, you have a yeah, gun it's like, shoot that dude. You know, like, you have the opportunity to kill the bear. <laughs> like, <laughs> just pull your gun. They're like, no, no, I'm going away. The flying thing no, is it's, funny. It's funny. It is a good game. It's it's a beautiful game. It's it's like visually, you know. Yeah. I mean, I have to like. I mean, I have the bare minimum specs. I have 16 gigs of RAM and you know Ryzen processor so my, my my computer's pretty good they can wreck and run it but yeah uh, i'm not running it on full but i can nah, do I, I can do um high like high settings on almost everything though i mean i'm pretty i can like it's over medium and it's it looks great and it doesn't chug yeah yeah so i can set the like the textures are on high it looks nice that game yeah, is very yeah. um very demanding on your video card but it's because it's so beautifully Absolutely. done you know, it's just it's yeah. beautiful. But you've been playing a samurai game. Yes. And holy shit, the <laughs> graphics are fucking phenomenal. <laughs> In the first like ten minutes, I was like, Jesus Christ, they they have successfully won my heart for the rest of the year. Like I might be glued to this game for the rest of the year. What's it called? Um it's called Ghost of Tsushima. And uh it's like um Hmm, how can I describe it? Okay, so it's it's set in the era of Japan around the same time as like Genghis Khan's grandson was alive. So, so like how twelfth century? Like 12th, maybe around 12th, there, yeah. Twelve seventy four, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a long time ago for sure. Um but you're on this little on the island of Tsushima um japan and uh you're a samurai who is like you're the leader of the family house because your dad died when you were a kid and like um and he died in battle so he died with honor and whatever but like you your character has a lot of guilt because you were just a kid and your dad asked for help and you were like you're just like stuck you couldn't like you were um like in shock of what's going on and didn't move and then your dad got stabbed in the back and you watched him die um so like your character has that kind of guilt that like his father like dead because of him but it's not the case i mean that like if he stepped in he would have died too but uh it's uh the idea is the mongols are invading and they're trying to conquer and take this island over and genghis's grandson is like probably in his 30s 40s almost and uh he's like he's just trying to brute force the same way his grandpa did and take the whole island so you are a samurai and you're probably your late 20s um 
and you and your whole army of samurai are like trying to combat this this invasion well almost all of your samurai get wiped out like and it's fucked up because like when it first started like the way the samurai operated back then like if somebody wanted to initiate a war the the leader of the samurai would step up to the to the approaching group and say send forth your your strongest combatant and and we're gonna fight well the leader of the samurai comes up to the mongols and then he's like send forth your strongest guy and i'll see if he can best me in combat and uh genghis's grandson comes out looking at him and he he just kind of like sits there like like a pompous asshole he just kind of like laughs at him he's like <laughs> and he's drinking and then he like throws the drink at him and then like looks over at his guy that's got an arrow and uh, he dips it in fire and then he's like, get him. And they literally like burn the first, like the leader of the samurai is alive, like right in front of the whole army. And they're Holy like, shit. just to start, like just to start, like the first five minutes, you're like, that's the leader and he's dead. <laughs> Because the Fantastic. Genghis grandson is an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome. like, damn, he's like, an asshole. But, he's like, asshole. but uh, the the whole game is uh, it's an it's an homage to um, the the old uh, like nineteen thirties Japanese like black and white era of uh, or not thirties like forties more so um, era of samurai film. Um, so like the the com- um what's his name Kamasora or forget what the director's name is but he did the Seven Samurais the like one of the most classic samurai movies of all time the whole game is made as an homage to that so the cinematography is fucking incredible the the grass alone like the grass will tell you a lot about the game's graphics well, you're, you're talking about uh, Kurosawa Kurosawa, yes. Yeah. The only uh, reason I know that name is I had a friend whose last name was Kurosawa. Yeah, days. Akira, Akira Kurosawa. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he's like the whole game is an homage to him, like in his director style. Yeah, no, they said uh, like and, and oh my god, that's that's a whole other layer of the game. That's fucking awesome. Like when you start, it's like pick your difficulty. You're like easy, medium, hard. Okay, I'll I'll go with whatever. But then it's like pick your mode. And I was like, huh? Oh. And it was like, and it was like standard mode, which is English language, no subs. And then they were like classic mode. Um, and it was English with English subtitles. And then there was Japanese classic, which is they speak Japanese, um, but you get the English sub. And then there's the Kurosawa uh, mode, which is all black and white film grain applied that looks like it was one of the old movies um japanese dialogue and uh english sub and like if you put that filter on the game literally starts to look like a movie that came out 80 years ago like it's that's fantastic it's insanely good yeah but uh it, it almost feels like a western in a lot of ways like when someone comes up on you like you're you're just a samurai that's like alone at this point so like you know you're kind of just killing every mongol you see if a if a squad of them comes up on you you can call out their leader and like have a little duel and like they do it just like a western movie would show like you know 
we're about a hundred feet away from each other. Let's show the holsters. Let's show the, the people's faces and their eyes and shit. And then like, all right, three, two, one, bring the fight on. And like, um, they got this really cool mechanic where it's like, you'll be like three feet from each other ready to fight. And your guy just has his hand on the blade on the, on the grip of the, the blade. And, uh, it's, it's like, hold this button and release it when you think it's, when you think the time's right to kill this man. And the guy that you're dueling, he's like three feet from you. So if you fuck up, he can fucking kill you on the spot. But like, They'll they'll slash at you, but when they go to slash at you, um, that's when you like let go of the button and your guy just like whips the blade out of the holster and like insta kills them. That's but, fantastic. But the badass part is as you play the game, as it grows and evolves, the enemies get smarter and they'll fake you out. So like you'll be in this little duel mode and you gotta mentally be prepared for them to like do a little half swing. And then you got to like hold on to it still and you can't let go or you're going to fucking die. Jesus. But like, it's awesome. But it's, it's crazy. You play a lot of mind games playing it. You can, uh, you can like stealth and shit. Um, but no, it's, I mean, it's probably the most realistic looking Japanese based game I've ever played. Um, and it's, and it's made by the people that made Sly Cooper and like, Oh, is it Sucker Punch Studios, right? Sucker Sucker Punch, right? Yeah, and they made yeah they made Sly Cooper, one of the best like platforming kitty games like ever, and like that's you know they haven't done a Sly Cooper in fifteen years, so like you know people were like, well, what are they doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are they thinking? Like, are they are they going to come with another Sly Cooper? And they were like, no, we're going to come with a badass ninja game, like. <laughs> But uh, no, it's it's really cool, and I, I, I'm not too far into it yet because it just came out. But like, it's got this interesting aspect that I think might tie into how the game ends. Um, from what I understand, the game has multiple endings, and uh, I have a feeling it ties into how you play the game because there's uh, there's flashback moments in the game. And one of the key flashbacks, your uncle, who's trained, who's the one that trains you into the samurai lifestyle, he tells you that anybody that kills a man from behind or from above without his knowledge of the fight being initiated is a coward and deserves a bad death. And like, so like fully embracing the samurai code of if I'm, if you're going to kill somebody, look them in the eye, like, you know, make sure they are aware that you are going to end their life. And like, you know, do it with honor. And um, it's there's moments where, like, the game wants you to jump off of, like, a small ledge and stab a guy in the back and, like, plant him into the ground and just end his life right there without looking at him or anything like that. And when you do, like, the second you stab into him, your guy gets these, like, mini freakouts where, like, he's seeing flashbacks of his uncle being, like, that's the coward way to do it. And like, I have a feeling if I, if I follow that style of fighting, I'll get a bad ending. Kind of like, like if uh, I, Red Dead Redemption with all the different endings of like White Hat. Based on hat. your honor. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I have a feeling 
that that's what it is. Like if I fight like a true samurai, I'll get a true samurai's ending. But if I decide to fight like some ninja where I'm stealthing and like killing people without them knowing or whatever, like I'll get some kind of like rotten, like bad ending. But <laughs> a winner is you. Congratulation. I'm, and it's like it's a blank <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> that's the bad ending. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> this is so bad. You can say it's all a bit like that, like the old ape, the old ape game. It's just like, mm, you know, like just a, horrible a flashing text. pixelated bot yeah. of like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, but it's, it's really cool. And like, you can customize your dude, like almost completely. Like he gets a, he can have a hat. He can have headbands. He can have masks. He can have like, he can have armor. He can have kimonos. He could have like whatever you really can find and it's like, open world too right like it's completely it's open com- world completely the whole island of tsushima is open world and uh the quest system is probably the most unique part about it like you go into a town and talk to somebody and they're like they're like i heard some mongols were taking over that brewery brewery down the way and you know they make the best sake and your character's like yeah their sake's like a staple of this island that's one of the main like reasons people visit this island so i gotta stop the mongols and then it'll like it'll tell you on the map like this is a rumored location of where the mongols are so they may or may not be there and then you like you just have to go and find out for yourself and like cool that's really cool. and then there's like um on the way you might encounter two mongols about to kill a farmer and then you run up and you you save the farmer and the farmer's like thank you. Uh, also, they were talking about like maybe about a quarter mile down the road, like they're setting up a camp. You might want to clear that out before they get it going. And and then you're like, oh, cool. And then like the game's like, yeah, you can go clear that right now if you want. Like it's it's all like on the fly side quests and it's awesome. Like it's not I love like, stuff uh, like that. Red Dead Red Dead's got that too, but I don't think that. I guess they do it to a degree. There's moments where you yeah. like talk to somebody and they just give you a side quest. Like, I love that shit though. That's... I was fishing up north. I was fishing up north, and I'm walking my horse back through, and there's some dude, they're trying like standing behind his horse, like trying to fix it, like like messing with the horse's shoe, and the horse kicks him in the head and kills him. And I was... remember that happening. I'm like, <laughs> why is he dead? He got murdered. And I'm like, he I'm got a... murdered I'm... by his horse. I'm gonna loot him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, a lunum. I gotta do it. You know, like, and, I went, and I was like, no I one's take, looking. Uh, I was like, do I take his body? What do I do? What do I do? It feels. I feel like I should do something. So I put his body in the back of my horse, and I took it back to the nearest town. And they were like, "What the hell, you murderer?" And I was like, "No, I found." I him. did the what? same no. thing. I did the same thing. <laughs> it seemed like the right thing to do. Leave him. I did the, the same list. thing. I was like, "God, this is horrible. This man is dead." Let me see if anybody in town knows what's up with him. I bring him back, and everybody's like, hey, you don't do that. I'm like, hey, I didn't do it. The horse it did me. it. It wasn't me. I actually dragged the horse, too. I, I, lassoed the really? horse and, I lassoed the horse and pulled it with me. Like, this is the thing that did it. My favorite things to do with those mods is the uh, gravity gun, where you can, like, grab a carriage. and then like, so I, I showed you that uh, uh, gaming lemon. Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. mod one day. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, you can grab a carriage. He's like, no, keep your hands in the car. Keep your heads and your hands in the car. <laughs> and he launches it. And you see the horse and carriage go, whoop. 
was doing that too. I was just, I was, if, if people pissed me off, I'll just pick them up with shoes. Like, ah. <laughs> just launch them. <laughs> it's the best. It's really funny if you launch them straight up in the air. They're like, and I'm like, oh my God. You know, and then like for a second, people calm down and you walk away. And, and then walk. it comes back yeah, down yeah, and they're like, oh, like, oh my God. It's too much. It's horrible. Those games, that game sounds like it's for the PS4, right? Yes, and honestly, it feels like it's next gen already. Really, that's cool. The, the, that's cool. You can fast travel, and it's almost instant. Like the loading screen is probably one or two seconds tops to get across the whole island. And um, no, they got a re- they got a lot of really cool things to it. Like there's a like one of the ways you can like upgrade shit is like uh, there's like hot springs. And you relax in them, and like it boosts your vitality. So like your health will, your max health will go up. Oh, that's um, really kind of cool, right? Yeah, and there's a uh, there's one that actually like brings so much joy to me as like a a lifelong gamer because like back in like I, I forget um, to what extent the Zelda games like have always had this function, but like. You know when you play little songs on like Zelda's flute and like, you know, make certain things happen. Yeah, and yeah. you had to put in like a specific like button combo to to play the song. Like it was like you know if you're playing on Nintendo, it was like A left arrow down arrow left arrow like A, and then like you'd play the whole tune and um, you would go through that. Well, this game has something that brings that mechanic back, where like. Um, you can go to these guys that'll like kind of like test your might. Like they'll, they'll, they'll have like a, they'll have a, a stick of bamboo and they'll tell you to try slicing through it with your sword. And at first it'll just say to slice through this, uh, this bamboo, um, just press L one. So you press L one and your dude chops through it. He's like, right. the guy's like, all right, that's cool. Well, here's two more. So now you got three. And now it says L1, triangle, triangle. So you hit those three. And then it's like, all right, well, here's another four more. So now you got seven. So you got to put in a six, seven, you know, however many it, it actually would take to get that combo done. And if you don't hit the combo right, you don't break all the bamboo. And it's like a, it's, it's just a side mission to gain, like, experience towards your sword. And like, but it brings back that old like mechanic that I think has been pretty absent from games for the for the last like ten years. Yeah, you don't really see that too much. It was always fun playing the ocarina, you know. And, and <laughs> you used to, I could just make up. I'd be bored sometimes. I'd make up songs with it, like do 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 do. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I, love, I love that idea of just having all sorts of different side quests and stuff. Because I mean, we grew up in an era. Where you didn't have a whole lot of that in games. It's, it seems to be no, more it was just a straightforward uh, story, and you kind of just dealt with the twenty-hour game you were given. And <laughs> once the twenty hours was up, it was that was it. There's nothing after that, and you just replayed the game. Like, and it was, I mean, that kind of shit was fun, though. I don't care. Like the 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 era of beating a game and then going right back into it and playing it over again. Like, I was okay with that era. Like, I was completely fine with replaying games. Lately, I feel like games have become too big for replayability to feel 
the same unless you have choices to make. Like, if the game has choices to make, like Red Dead, you can do a whole playthrough as a good guy, like do an honorable thing, or you can be the asshole, uh, you know, outlaw of the Wild West and, like, you know, kill every person that even looks at you wrong. And, you know, you get different endings based on that. That's the reward for playing the game several times. Um, and I'm, I mean, that's, that's replayability nowadays. Like before the games were just fun. So we just kept playing them and, uh, you know, Ooh, we beat it. So, well, I really want to go back and play that one really awesome level. So let me just restart the whole game. Like that was an era that we will never get back. But like, I mean, it's, it's good to see that games are like evolving in a way where replayability seems to be the focus of uh of a lot oh, of yeah. them i mean i don't know how many times i mean <laughs> i used to beat contra and then go back and play it all over again right away because it was fun you know mm-hmm. my buddies and i'd be playing like uh, uh turtles in time on super nest or something like that i love that game <laughs> go back it's and play classic. it again the switch characters you know it's kind of fun you know stuff like it's that but some, some games you can't the, there's no replayability like like fester's quest on nintendo that game sucks it was <laughs> you're not playing that more than once you know yeah. but but some of like zelda I play Zelda all the way through again, like sometimes, you know, multiple times a week. I don't know if you saw, they took the original um, Zelda, the top down one. I forget which one that was. The uh, very Link's first. Awakening. No, it's the very that- first. The, well, the very first one is, is top down, and so was. Actually, they were, they were all pretty much top down. The only one that wasn't was Zelda 2, and that was like an anomaly until the, mm-hmm. the, until the N64 era, where it was all 3D, you know? Yeah, yeah. Once 3D came in, it was pretty much standard, but. Um, I want to say they remade the first one, like in full HD, brand new graphics, and it's on the Switch. They did. And it That's looks right. I read phenomenal. About that. I read about that. You know, my, um, kids, my kids get a Switch. Maybe I'll have to steal it and play it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if you were a big fan of Zelda back in them days, like it looks phenomenal. Like you know, back then, like the worlds, like it's just a bunch of dots on a fucking pixel wall. And you're like, Oh, well I understand because my brain works a certain way that that, them dots signify. I can't go on that spot. Okay, cool. Well now the, the remake is like, Oh, I can see that's actually a giant rock blocking my path. (laughs) Like (laughs) it makes sense. It's cool. But it's, uh, it, it looks really good. Like, I mean, I mean, I have a switch. I just don't play it as much as I should. Um, when I do, it's usually like, pokemon or something but my kids got one and she's like you need to get a switch so that we can play animal crossing together i'm like no that's not i don't have time to play animal crossing i, I, like, I, I could never don't. play animal crossing ever she played it and she likes it i've played it a few times with her you know i mean i have a character out there my little tent but it's like um, it's, it's i can do that and i can hunt and fish and do things with red dead redemption I can even go kill somebody and take their house and make it my house, <laughs> you know, if I want to build This is house, my house you know? now. <laughs> uh, like the, like the, the crazy lady with the dogs. Like, yeah, it's my house now. <laughs> I went to the, um, oh to the pig farm, the Aberdeen pig farm. Oh and, no. Uh, I let junior ch- chase me all the way oh, back no. up in the mountains in the snow. Just like we saw that one uh, video. I said, he's oh, chased me. He chased me all the way up. From, yeah, no, he's relentless. There. Yeah. All the way into the, <laughs> but I, if I was, he, if he ever gets to you, you get that disgusting cutscene um, where you know what happened. <laughs> oh, so gross! It's so bad. I like throwing his wife under the uh, or his sister under the pile about it. She's like, "No, no." Although one time I threw her under the pile and nothing happened. 
she just laid oh. there and then she got up and walked away and ran back to the house. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Isn't she supposed to what? scream? And that was really weird. You know, that's funny. But all right, we should probably wrap it up. It's pretty fun. A good episode. The first episode we've yeah. done in a while, you know? Yeah. It's been a little, about a month and a half. Yeah. It's been too long. I tried to record one by myself on, uh, the black Knight satellite. Uh, oh yeah, uh, it didn't go good. It was like it was trying to like be quiet, so I was in the car and it was hot, and I was like recording it, and there was like a lot of popping and crackling because I used to, the mic was way too close to my mouth, and I was like, okay, well this sucked, you know. But that Black Knight satellite, look it up, folks. It's a conspiracy theory about a satellite that's been in orbit since before the 1930s. Uh, it's weird. It's you know, most likely a hoax, but you know, a couple of different it's just interesting ad- reads. Well, a couple different astronauts have said they've seen it, so that's the weird thing, you know. So I'm like, that's kind of fun, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I love stuff again. Anyway, I guess we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. Peace.